0: Instead, they got heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all. Depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it adds to the tale. Dungeons and Debuckles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debuckles Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hey, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Dragonborn
1: Eldritch Knight slash wizard.
0: And Hannah.
2: I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue.
3: And John. Epstein killed himself. <laughs> and I'm playing Alunadas, Elven Monk. Uh, and Shane.
1: That's me playing Alexander, the human bard.
0: Okay, so on the last time on the Dungeons & Debacos podcast, uh, you made your way out to the Witching Wood looking for this uh, witch to get some information on breaking the curse on this dagger. Uh, You met with her um, at her cottage, which was surrounded by dozens and dozens and dozens of undead inside. Uh, you had a pretty nice little chat with her and she made a deal with you to you could either uh, release the demon or do her a favor and uh, actually destroy this dagger and at the same time defile the temple of the Raven Queen to gain favor, favor with her master who you learned is Orcus the prince of the undead you decided that you were going to destroy this dagger and she taught juliet a ritual in order to do this uh, along with giving you some components to do it and teaching you a spell after you gathered your things i believe somebody took a uh, a couple of zombies to help defile this temple Uh, Which you chained up there in our bag of holding in the bag of holding and you decided to make your way back to the town So you make your way back to hollows point. It takes you several hours uh, To get back to the town. So at this point it is becoming um, Daylight The sun's coming up So what do you want to do?
3: we should Go to the temple correct I mean, it's not like we did any fighting or anything. We don't need to rest. Um, yeah, we
1: probably just make our way straight there.
0: I think one of the reasons why you came back to the town was to get directions to the temple, because or the right. Raven Queen Shrine, because you don't really I know don't where know, it several is. Several
3: people have already been there.
0: Right, but you haven't been... Where you were was in uh, the witching woods at her cottage, and you don't really know... Where the shrine would be in relation to that since you didn't ask her (laughs) um you went back to you said you were going back to the town to get directions i'd also say that if you don't take a rest here you're going to be over probably 24 hours since you last slept and you may be reaching the point where you might take a point of exhaustion Because you've been traveling so far and you've been up so late, it's not—it's not Skyrim, dude.
3: (laughs) All right, I suppose we should rest like babies. Oh look, it's nap time!
2: Yay, nap time!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't like nap time?
2: I love that kids—they're
0: big boys.
2: Yeah, I love that kids are like, oh, nap time, and adults are like, nap time. Oh God,
3: yes. So, right, as, so let's take a nap And find out how to get to this place That we're definitely not going to defile Because that would be wrong
0: Alright so as you enter town um, The town is starting to uh, wake up After their uh, night of festivities On the uh, I guess this would be the second night Of the uh, Night of the Raven um, So you're starting to see some people out on the streets Um, do you want to make it go back to the inn where you were staying previously? Sure. Yeah. Alright, so you make it inside and, uh, there's some people here. Um, you can already, uh, see some, um, people at the tables eating breakfast. It's the same innkeeper that was here the night before. Um, do you want to ask for directions now or try to get them later or possibly get a guide there uh, that night. Which I'm guessing if you take 8 hours uh, it'll probably be like 2pm by the time you wake up.
1: Yeah, how about we just uh, rest and then head out and then uh, once we get some sleep.
0: Sure, sounds good. Okay. So for the sake of the expediency we'll just say that you go and get the same rooms you had last night. And, uh, we lie down. So, uh... Is everybody, uh, going to, uh... Go to sleep?
3: Yep. I'm pretty well, sure Lunadas that... is gonna meditate. Yeah,
2: but, yeah I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure that that means that Juliet, Shane, and Talia are all going to the loft in the barn.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and tying Shane down.
0: Uh, you can do that, or you can see if there's any, uh, rooms available, uh... Since, uh, well,
2: I'm pretty sure we did that specifically so that he wouldn't be, you know, in a large populous area where we could kind of...
0: That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you go to the barn and uh, you go to uh, take a rest and Alexander, um, as uh, you were sleeping, you start to dream... And then you find yourself back in that same void inside the dagger again, and you hear Ornan's voice creep into your head in your dream, and he says,
4: You cannot be rid of me. That is what makes this even more delicious. You are mine for eternity. I will drive you mad in life until your friends put you down like a rabbit dog. Then the real fun begins when I bring you here again. But before then, let's have some fun. I'm
0: going to need you to give me a charisma saving throw.
1: I shall attempt to be charismatic. Eleven.
0: (laughs) So... Everybody who is out oh, right. in...
3: Camera's off. I'm shaking my head sadly at Shane's failure. <laughs>
0: uh, so who is out in the stable with Alexander at this point?
1: Juliet.
2: And Talia. And Talia.
0: Alright. Both of you give me uh, perception checks.
1: Oh, this is going to end real well, I bet.
2: Two. <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um, so you're tuckered out from that trip out to the witching wood. Um, You said you have uh, Alexander tied up?
1: Uh, yeah, that was the idea.
0: Okay, uh, Alexander, give me a strength check.
1: I shall attempt to be strong. No promises. Twelve.
0: Okay, so um, you're tied up pretty well here, and you are struggling against these uh, bonds or at least or non is because at this point you don't really have any control and you're not you're kind of aware of what's going on but you're kind of in the back of your own head just you know watching as or non is taking over your body both of you give me a- another perception check with advantage
2: Nice.
0: All right. Uh, Blake. What did uh, I do? Perception? Uh, yeah. 11. Uh, with advantage. Oh. oh um. They just rolled again.
1: I like how my uh, roll with the negative one modifier was higher than my roll with the positive seven modifier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So as... Uh, Alexander, or Ornan in Alexander's body, starts to struggle against these uh, ropes where you've got him tied up. Um, you are both going to uh, awake and see um, Alexander struggling against these ropes, and he's snarling at you. And you hear this voice that kind of sounds like Alexander. But it has this like super imposition of this this growling, otherworldly voice coming through his mouth saying, It's just a matter of time.
1: I'll kill you both.
0: And uh, he starts struggling even more. Give me another strength check, Alexander.
1: I will attempt to not be strong.
0: Be strong by not being (laughs) strong. 18. You are able to get one of your hands free and uh, you start reaching for that dagger Uh, I will let uh, Juliet and Talia um, you see him get his hand free and start reaching for that dagger is there anything you want to do
3: just wait Uh, and see what happens I think it'll be fine
2: try to knock him out
0: Uh, okay give me uh, are you going to like hit him with uh, your dagger
2: With the butt of my dagger, because I'm not ranged right now, I promise.
0: (laughs) All right, give me an attack roll.
2: 14.
0: What's your uh, AC? Well, actually, you'd be restrained, so I'll give you an end prone. So I'll give you uh, advantage on that attack. So that'll be 24. Sweet, 24.
2: 24.
0: (laughs) Nice. All right, so uh, you're able to, like, hit him... Uh, in the temple and knock him out and you see him uh, go limp before he can get to the dagger
2: I will have none of that
1: thank you sir good job hey, hey. Talia. Um, maybe we should do something a little more preventive
3: like kill him I mean I'm not in the room but that's what I was, <laughs> say when I was there uh,
2: Talia's gonna say like like what
1: well it's obvious he can already get free of the rope bindings if he tries Got perhaps own, there's so. somewhere we could put him where he won't be any trouble bury him up to his neck
2: are you what, what are you thinking
1: I just don't want him hurting you or anyone else I suppose
2: I mean that's fair but I did just knock him out and uh, I'm trying to figure out where you want to shove him are you trying to shove him in the, in the bag of holding because he'll suffocate in there
1: but if you leave it open a little bit, wouldn't that...
2: I mean, it would also allow him to drag himself out, wouldn't it?
0: I suppose. A bag of holding is not um, like, hey, let's poke some holes in it and it'll be okay. That's true.
2: I mean, if you poke holes in a bag of holding, it'll explode, right? Or explode?
3: <laughs> no, it, everything spills out. It only explodes if you put a hole in it.
1: A magic hole. The
2: right, the I knew it was something like that.
1: Okay, well, how about this instead? Um, I'll keep myself awake for the remainder of the night. You get Day. some sleep, and I'll just keep an eye on him, um, in, for the rest of the night.
3: Day.
2: I mean, that sounds good to me. If you need some rest, though, wake me up.
1: Uh,
0: of course. Thank you. Well, you could set set watches on him.
1: Just saying. Um, yeah, I don't think that's necessary, though.
2: I could have uh, I could have Abbott lay on his head. He's probably like 120 pounds at this point.
3: <laughs> but then Andrew would
1: bite him.
2: Yeah, if he doesn't suffocate first.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. You know what? New and better idea. Um, Julia is going to summon forth her familiar. A owl and uh, command it. Um, watch over this man. If he breaks out of those bonds, wake us.
2: No, no, no. If he starts moving, wake us.
1: Okay. If he starts moving, wake us.
2: If he breaks out of the bonds, it's too late.
4: Hoo-hoo!
1: <laughs> Great. And since it's a magical creature, it doesn't need to sleep or anything, so um, we should be good. Hoo-hoo! yes doctor you are
0: a good owl Ooh. what's the name of your owl again
3: doctor 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 owl yep does he like to play the drums no i think he's getting good
0: <laughs> you go back to sleep leaving your familiar to uh watch alexander and uh The rest of uh, your sleep Is uneventful As Alexander doesn't stir You are going to wake up Eight hours later And uh, you're Al still Sitting there watching over Alexander And Alexander Has got this this deep Slow breathing As he is unconscious
2: Better than dead, I guess
3: Better Better dead than Demonic Fair Said, fed, well
0: bred. So you're up and moving around, and Alexander isn't stirring.
3: Just toss him on the cart. And let's find directions to the. T- Unless Juliet, D, D, or what's her name? Star Song Tail Scale or whatever. Do you remember how to get there <laughs> Jesus from here? Christ. <laughs> Star Song Stairs. <laughs> what? Start
1: a song, tail scale I like oh, it God That's, that's, that's way that's better the than one. the name I had
2: That's your next one, how about that All right. <laughs>
0: Are you going to take Alexander's Unconscious, tied up body And try to throw it on a cart And get out of town with it
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's well, about it Toss
3: it down into the cart from the hayloft We'd we'll we'll have, have to, to toss cover him bar. with
2: sacks of dried fish. Or we could just cover him in blankets so it looks like he's still sleeping.
0: Or it's a dead body. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Six. Um. Okay.
3: So, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm, right. I'm not strong enough to move, Alexander. In All any event, we should...
1: not we already? Haven't we been over this for like the last... Two minutes, like we're we're taking Alexander, we're putting him in the cart, putting blankets on top of him, and we're going.
3: All right. So ski dad. Correct. We we also need directions, unless Star Song knows the way to the temple. All right. So a- as you're prepping to move
0: him out of the stables down into your cart, you're going to see that there's two stable hands down here mucking out stalls.
1: Oh. Uh, Okay.
0: You're not the only people in this stable yard. Whoops.
1: Well, if they see anything, hopefully they'll be smart enough not to say anything.
2: Alternatively... See something,
3: say something.
2: Alternatively, we can unbind him, or...
3: Still gonna look like you're moving a dead body. Splash some alcohol on him. Say he'd been drinking.
2: Uh, I could use Minor Illusion to make it look like he's not bound, and we could make a big ruckus about how, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're still asleep. You must not be feeling well. Let's get you in the cart.
0: Drunk motherfucker. Or you could try waking him up.
1: That sounds like Uh, a terrible
2: idea. Let's try it. Alright. I'm gonna, like, smack his face.
0: Okay. Uh... Give me a medicine check.
1: (laughs) The good old percussive maintenance of the human body.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you like, you know, smack him and he doesn't appear to be uh, uh, waking up.
2: Well, fudge monkeys, I can't believe you're so drunk at this time of day. How could you? Let's get you in the cart and get you feeling better. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Luna is going to grab one hand And start pulling Okay So
2: um, uh, And wait. I am going to cast Minor Illusion So it looks like he's not uh, bound
3: Okay hmm, 16 on my strength check
0: Alright uh, Is somebody helping you get him down Out of this loft and down this ladder Probably
3: not Juliet is Juliet's helping
0: Okay. Uh, so I'll say with that uh, 16 you're both able to get him down this ladder and as you're doing this uh, you look around and there's two stable hands uh, both human male uh, who appear to be in their early 20s and say uh, one of them looks at you and says uh, "What's what's the matter with your friend there he's stupid drunk and still, drunk
3: and stupid I mean, well
2: still I... and more we had a busy night and then he found the alcohol this morning he doesn't know when to say no
0: Now you should probably just let him sleep it off then
2: yeah we're gonna put him in the back of the cart we can't just uh we can't wait any longer to head out
0: alright he uh looks at you kind of strangely give me a deception check Twenty-three. He's like, Well, if you got to be on his way, you should should have known better to be drinking so hard last night.
2: Oh, the rest of us were very smart about how we drank. This one, not so much. He's not the brightest bulb.
0: I don't envy him uh, the headache he's going to have then. Me either. And uh, he kind of laughs and goes back to uh, what he was doing.
3: All right, we load him in the cart. and we do we do we need to direct directions? Tail song never said.
2: We do, but we should probably ask not these guys.
3: Okay.
0: Alright, so uh are you just picking up like a random person or are you going to the end? or to
3: the fence.
2: Yeah, back to the fence. Okay. Uh he gave us good information last time I don't mind giving him some coin
0: Alright so uh, You make it back to the uh, fabric shop Or actually Yeah I was trying to remember if the I think the fence was like somebody completely different That you didn't go to And you went to the fabric shop Which was like uh, the information broker In the town
2: Yeah that one
0: Alright So uh, you walk in and at this point uh, In the day um, There's a lot Party of people starts. Yeah, the, there's a lot because of people out on, Yeah, there's a lot of people Out on the street pre-gaming uh, Before the uh, the big festival That night And you walk into the shop And uh, again, there's nobody in here A man That you met earlier Is at the, uh, the back of the shop And he appears to be taking a nap But uh You see him start awake and, like, you know, sit up in his chair as he hears you enter the store. Hmm. So y'all, y'all back You uh... We are. You'll, uh, find that witch out in the woods? We did. No, you didn't. We did. Is she the only one in there? I don't know. Are the rest of you going in? I'm I'm watching the part. So... So you said you, you met that witch? T- tell me Yeah, all, real creeper. Tell me all about it.
2: Uh, maybe I will if you first answer uh, give me some information.
0: Hmm A titful tat.
2: Indeed Girl, she's
3: a kid.
0: Well it
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: well, it depends on what kind of information you're looking for.
2: Nothing how, too exciting. You know, what I I do need, though, is just a map to the Raven Queen's shrine. Oh,
0: that shouldn't be too hard. But tell me your story first.
2: I'll tell you while you draw the map.
0: Uh, Give me a persuasion check.
2: 24.
0: Okay, so you can tell his interest is piqued. You talking about the uh, meeting this uh, witch out in the woods... Um, so, uh, he says, Well, I guess that's fair enough. And he pulls out a piece of parchment and a quill, and he starts drawing a map. And, uh, as he's drawing, he says, uh, So tell me, where'd you find her out in them woods?
2: Right where you said she'd be.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so I guess that information was correct. Hmm. That's interesting. So what was it like out there as he's uh drawing this map and you can see he's putting like a lot taking his time and drawing out a lot of details trying to uh milk you for this story
2: um Talia's gonna think for a second and realize that he's probably not gonna believe her anyway if she tells him that she was, it was in a run down house surrounded by dozens of zombies so she's just gonna tell him
0: okay so uh you tell tell him about the outside of the house and he's like, so what did she look like? Is Was well, she as beautiful as everybody says?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say that I would be able to really give you good information on whether she's beautiful or not. She's not really my type.
3: From the cart, Andrew wakes up and yells yes! And then goes back on the couch. Who's Andrew?
2: Parent.
0: Alexander. Sorry. Man, you are murdering <laughs> all the names today. I'm going to start calling Talia Tammy. I know it's been two weeks, but damn, we've been playing this for a <laughs> long? Tall
3: Tammy, yes.
0: Tall Tammy. So, uh. uh
2: Talia will describe the the witch.
0: Mm hmm, mm hmm. And, uh, what exactly, uh, what'd y'all talk about? I mean, you had to have a reason to go out there and. I mean, risk your lives to talk to someone as powerful as she.
2: That, unfortunately, is not my information to tell.
0: Mm, Hmm, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, about that time, he finishes up uh, the map, and uh, he says, Well, I guess that story was enough to uh, just say this is a fair trade for this map.
2: Talia will pull uh, five coin out of her pocket and say, "Take this anyway. I appreciate it."
0: Oh well, your well, level th- of
2: detail is fantastic.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, and of course, <laughs> I'll keep this between us. I mean, you know, I, I keep things, you know, the utmost dis- discretion because of of my trade.
2: I'm sure you will. There winks at him. <laughs>
0: Is uh, there anything else I can do for your you uh young lady?
2: No, I think that will be all. Though if we need more information, uh I think I know who to come to.
0: Well you know where to find me.
2: And Up thank for you for
0: and thank you for your patronage. Always. Alright. So you leave the shop uh with the map. Bizarre. So it appears by the, the map, uh, it takes you back out by the, uh, the uh, witching wet, the lake uh, that you were at before, except you take another path and judging by how long it took you to get to that lake and how long it took you to get to the witching wood, uh, you think this is probably going to take you maybe a good three and a half, four hours to get to on horse.
3: So it'll just be evening when we get there.
0: Um, yep.
3: Cause it's, uh, it's fall and it's, it's getting not winter. in well, <laughs> uh, well,
0: it's like getting on towards the, you know, end of fall. And there's uh kind of a chill in the air, even at, uh, at this time, it's probably about 3 PM and, uh, there's still, uh, there's a little bit of uh chill in the air. So, you estimate you probably would get to the shrine um, sometime uh, an hour after sunset, taking a pretty good pace with the horses in the cart, and, you know, taking maybe a break for dinner. So, is there anything else that you want to do in town uh, before heading off to the
3: shrine?
2: Pick up food that isn't pickled fish.
3: Dried fish, smoked fish. God.
2: Still, please, something different.
3: <laughs> and we also have like oats and barley and 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 vegetable stuff. Um,
0: you could probably go back to the uh inn and get some, you know, meat and potatoes or whatever else that uh, you would like to grab to go. And uh, how long does that uh? you say you cast major illusion or minor illusion on Alexander
2: minor illusion but he'd be covered in blankets by now so
0: okay it's fair enough. like
2: it was really just to get him into the cart without anyone seeing him bound okay
0: so we'll say you either stop and get some street meat or uh, go to the inn and pick up some food
3: gross meat is murder
0: all right So, anything else you want to
3: do? We already did all our shopping. Alright. Talia's not going to be able to spend her 10,000 monies.
2: It's only 4,000!
3: Plus 500 platinum.
2: Oh, yeah. That... kind of forgot about that.
0: Alright. So, you do everything in town, and you hit the trail. Um, After about... um, 45 minutes, you're going to make it to the Witching's Wet, the lake um, that you were at earlier. But instead of taking the trail to the west, you're going to take a trail that heads off to the northeast. Um, this trail is pretty well worn. Um, the It's probably about 15 to 20 feet wide. Um, And you stick to this uh, looking at the map and then after about um, two hours you're going to see a hill um, that's detailed on the map and you're going to take a path that turns off uh, to the west um, near this hill Um, from there you're going to travel quite a bit further and as the Sun gets to the point where it's below sunset and twilight begins to take over, you are going to come upon... Mediocre books. (laughs) You're going to uh, come upon um, this uh, stone shrine. Um, The shrine itself is probably about 15 feet tall. and Most of it is a doorway. You're also going to see some um, statuary outside of it that is a homage to the Raven Queen. Um, You're going to see some candles that are lit here uh, but you don't see anybody around who would have lit these. And There's these clusters of candles that are in these recesses uh, near the door. Um, that have various uh, iconography in them with runes. Um, and you can see some uh, depictions of, of ravens and skulls and skeletons inside them. The uh, doors to the tomb are currently open, they're cracked. Uh, but as you look around, you don't see anybody else here.
3: So, is this where you betrayed your your former
1: companions?
3: The, the dork and the warlock?
1: Um, I suppose so. Where are their bodies? I want to see well, them. I mean, who told you one of them was a dork?
3: I assumed because he was a law-abiding cop guy.
1: Uh, excuse me, I was a law abiding cop guy, girl. And then you betrayed and murdered you your dork. former companions. So
3: you stopped being a dork and became less of a dork.
1: <sighs> let's, let's just get this over with.
0: Uh, around that time, you're going to see Alexander begin to stir in the cart as he begins to uh, regain consciousness.
2: Oh, huh. Sleeping Beauty's
1: up. Who are you calling sleeping? You. You. Unconscious beauty.
2: Same thing. It's fine.
3: Sleep song, store chaser. <laughs> so,
0: Alexander, as you regain consciousness, uh, this is kind of strange for you. Uh, when you went to sleep, uh, you were back at the stables in town, and Uh, As you begin to look around And most of what you see is just like straight up You see uh, Night sky and trees
1: So uh, Where are we?
3: At the place where you killed and murdered Your former friends
1: You can't just be less cryptic (laughs) Can you be more specific? (laughs) Can you be more pacific? We're at a shrine to the Raven Queen Sick
3: no, oh, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. No, no editing mistakes there.
0: And of course, uh, um, are you going to try to sit up? He's still bound, right?
1: Yeah. Can you get me out from under these blankets? Why am I smothered in blankets right now?
0: Feel like you're in the heaviest gravity blanket there is.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I have a weighted blanket, and it's amazing. <laughs>
1: So nobody's gonna take it off Just gonna chill under here We just, just need to make sure forever.
3: you're not dorknun.
1: Man, I don't think Blankets are gonna stop dork none.
3: Well, Juliet uh, is going to pull monsters Alexander at night, out So they can stop a demon Yeah, blankets are perfect
1: Yeah, Juliet is going to pull Alexander out And untie him
2: Talia's gonna pull her daggers out And reverse the grip so that she can easily Smack him in the head if she needs to
1: I'm pretty sure he's himself for now.
2: can't be too careful.
0: So, Alexander, uh, you sit up out of the cart and you look around and you recognize this as the shrine of the Raven Queen. Um, You've been here previously, obviously. Um, When you and uh, Juliet met Sish and, uh, can't remember if you military. were actively involved in the murder of Tivet and uh, uh, Anamonte or you passively just let it happen. But Well,
1: uh, nope. we were passive. That's what we're no, That's story. Both, we're sticking to it. They, that's they our both story. participated
3: actively. The only one who sat out was the, the wolf boy.
0: <laughs> oh, and let's not forget uh, Tivet's uh, father the, uh, priest of, uh, that the priest you, of Arathis that you murdered who you also murdered
1: are you a psychic it's
3: you probably... told us the story
1: let's uh you know this whole dagger thing's getting kind of old let's uh let's go inside uh first things first this is a
3: family vacation
1: Julia is going to put on the Raven Queen outfit and mask that she bought at uh the town cause then she'll look like she actually fits in are there people here doesn't matter people come here then <laughs> okay um
0: somebody can give well somebody or anybody can give me either a perception or a survival check
1: I will
2: try
4: and
3: he tried
2: my love has failed me
3: 26 perfect roll
0: so Elinidas um you look around and you're seeing some some uh, horse prints and cart tracks and footprints um that don't seem too old maybe only a couple of hours um but you didn't see anybody on the
3: road um on your way from Hollow's Point. I point that out, and then I point out the candles, and I say, people have been here, so we should probably head inside and get this over with quick, before they come back and get upset at us for defiling the shrine of their stupid bird lady.
0: Alright, so are you going inside? Is there anything you want to do before you go in? I don't. Alright, so... You make your way to the Doors of the shrine And open them um, You can see From Let's see Everybody here has dark vision Except for Alexander Right?
1: Nope
3: Oh yeah you're dragging I them I think the only, only Elunidas, Elunidas and Vic do Don't forget Vic Even though she's kind of not here
0: She Does actually your is here Does
3: not
1: do anything for you?
2: Uh, I don't think so.
1: I will light a torch. Juliet will cast light on her weapon. So now we have light, we have a torch, we have Elunidas now blinded by the enormous amount of light. Okay. No, no
3: that's, that's... Thumb, thumb. Gets blinded by it. <laughs> <laughs> So
0: you put up a torch and cast light,
3: and uh,
0: you can see down into this uh, crypt now there's a stairs um, there's kind of like you go through the doors and there's this about a 10 foot platform and then there's stairs that descend down probably about um, 10 feet and you can see down inside as you make your way down through here um, you can see that uh, there's apparently no torches or lights in this crypt Um, much the the same before as you come in Um, there's this musty earthy smell tinged with uh, decay of uh, probably long dead bodies and rotted clothing Um, that's in here you are also getting some hints of incense uh, recently burned, um, that has uh, kind of filled this crypt. Um, but as you make your way through here, um, probably Juliet and Alexander leading the way, since you remember where um, the altar is uh, to the Raven Queen, you remember that uh, if you go up here and turn left. Uh, at the uh, this hallway. It'll take you to the shrine.
1: Oh yeah, I remember this broken door.
3: And over there is the tomb where Alexander got the knife. Seriously, did nobody remember to bring the camera? What's up? Over there is the tomb where we got where you guys got the stupid dagger. We should be getting lots of pictures. This is a fun outing.
0: So you make your way through this crypt and you come to the shrine of uh, the Raven Queen Uh, the area opens up into this large chamber and as you look around uh, there's been a lot of repairs done to the damage that you previously did um, to defile this chamber Um, the statuary has been replaced Um, the altar here has been repaired and at the back of this room um, you well first you walk up into this room through uh, some stairs that go up about three feet you enter the chamber and then there's a raised platform in this chamber um, that goes up some stairs about another three feet and at the, the back of the room in this uh, this concave alcove you see this large looming statue of a, an avatar of the Raven Queen uh, it is this um, figure of a woman um, cloaked in black uh, with these large raven wings that come from her back and kind of wrap around her front and she is carrying a, uh, a large uh, sword in her left hand up on this platform you see this large stone altar in front of this uh, large statue that has uh, runes carved all around it there's also um, currently like this uh, this circular divot in the middle of it um, that you assume is probably used for some sorts of rituals or offerings so Juliet, you will remember that the witch told you that um, you're going to need to place the, uh, the dagger on this altar.
1: Alexander, the uh, dagger, if you please. Just lay it down there. I will try. I am going to do as requested. Okay.
0: So you place the, the dagger on the altar... And you feel like in the back of your mind that you've had like this kind of like gossamer tether from like this, this spike in the back of your mind to the dagger. And as you place the, the dagger in this divoted hole on the altar, you kind of feel like this tension on that connection between you and the dagger as you feel like that dagger trying to return to your hand and as you look down you see that that dagger kind of like vibrate and twitch for a second but it doesn't move sick so as it's sitting there would you like to begin the ritual Juliet
1: Uh, yes Juliet is going to begin that ritual
0: Okay, so the dagger's placed upon the the altar. And you take out some chalk that the witch gave you. And you start to draw out this elaborate circle with runes inside it and geometric shapes within this circle. Based on the instructions that you uh, were given by the witch that you've written in your journal and you refer back to your notes you know, several times to make sure um, that you have this glyph done correctly on the altar I need you to give me a arcana check
1: i a say 17
0: so you refer back to your notes and then back to what you've drawn on the altar and then back to the notes and uh, you, you think you nailed it for this part of the ritual so the next part of the ritual in your instructions it tells you to re, uh, place these ritual components at various points inside the circles at, um, and within these runes and you have these bones and some uh, charcoal and sulfur and you place them at various points and then you take a, uh, a mound of uh, incense, and you place it at the top of the circle, and um, you um, light it, and it begins to smolder, and this smell of uh, kind of like a, a, of this pungent, like kind of like namchaka, but with like uh, cinnamon in it and uh, it's really pungent and starts filling up this chamber and then you take the vial of blood you were given by the witch and you pour its contents on the dagger Uh, give me another arcana check
1: 23
0: alright so you refer back to your notes and you think that you got everything where it needs to go inside the circle and you've placed everything uh in what order it needs to be in so for the last part of this ritual you need to cast this shatter spell upon the dagger that the witch taught you so give me one more arcana check as you cast this spell
1: Wait, oh, I would you, three. Uh, never mind. wait what's that you... I was going to try and inspire you before the last check <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you already rolled, and it's really high so uh,
0: well done <laughs> so Juliet starts casting the spell and waving her hands in, in various formations and, and speaking the verbal components of it and uh, as she finishes the last movements you are going to start hear this sudden loud ringing noise, uh, painfully intense that starts to emanate from this dagger. And you see the dagger start to glow purple, but it's like intense and it just flares and it starts to shake violently on this altar. And so violently that it's like jumping up and down within this uh, circle and you see it move to the left and then move to the right as if it's like bouncing off um, points in this circle that are preventing it from moving and the glow intensifies even brighter and it's getting hard to look at and then the glow diminishes and the ringing slowly subsides and the dagger falls still nothing seems to happen and then there a long moment goes by and the dagger starts to crack with these f- tiny fractures all over it and then it shatters into these tiny pieces as if it were made of glass and you look around and Alexander has this physical reaction to this this dagger smashing as if like a, a thread snapped in your mind and between you and this dagger and you stagger back
3: stunned. It's thrown across the room rolls across the floor, slides into these boxes over here and then he farts <laughs> uh, some
0: pressure but this, this, this feeling in the back of your head that you've had ever since you've had this dagger you became kind of numb to it after a while but now it feels like there's this absence in the back of your head where that connection once was and then you're like whew awesome it's done now we can go home and then you're going to start to notice this this darkness begins to creep in from the edges of the room as if you're like See,
3: losing. I knew it I knew there was going to be a thing <laughs> so this Talk darkness from edge of the room I told you so So
0: this darkness creeps in from the edges of the room as if you're losing consciousness until it gathers into this dark sphere that's probably about 10 feet uh, in diameter hovering above this altar. And it's like this, this nebulous rolling black cloud. It coalesces. And then inside it, behind the clouds, you can see two bright yellow eyes that are glowing that are peering out from it and then several more smaller glowing eyes and then you see these tentacles begin to emerge from the dark cloud and wrap around the altar then the cloud dissipates and before you you see a terrifying sight and it's almost too much to look at and you advert your eyes from looking directly at it but from what you can see, it's this large, fleshy blob that's wrinkled and veined, almost like a black and magenta oozing walnut. And these oh, long... it's a librarian. <laughs> and then these long tentacles with fanged mouths at their ends whip around in the air. And at the center of this mass is these two large, yellow, cat-like eyes. And below them, this dripping maul filled with fangs at least a foot
4: long, and it begins to laugh. (laughs) You fools, do you know what you have done? Now I am set loose upon this world. The death and chaos I will cause will be the tale of bards for ages to come, and you you will be the villains of this tale. The fools that freed me to save their murderous friend. Unfortunately, you won't be around to hear them, as you will be my first victims. Grow before me. If it pleases me, I may devour you quickly, as my hunger is great. Yeah, or we could just walk away.
3: Hmm. I mean, you gotta let him have his monologue, man.
0: Nah. And I think that's probably a pretty good place to end it right there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. If I could ask a half wing size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Do you want to make more gold? Of course, we all do. Find out how easy it is to do with your Journeyman certification with the Carly Institute Correspondent School. You can train for a new trade without setting foot in a classroom. Choose from any of these courses, livery, weapon and armor repair, Bowery Fletcher, leather tanning, blacksmithing, child daycare, cart management, bookkeeping, law assistant, dentist, bloodletting, and inn management. Or get your specialized degree in arcana, alchemy, herbalism, or cartography. Compare your current salary with the gold you could be making in any one of these careers. Send a raven to Carly Vocational Correspondent School to start your quest for a better life. The music you heard on this episode was Folk Round, Ghost Story, Thatched Villagers, Teller of the Tells," and Shadowlands 1 Horizon. By Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.